That's incredible if you think about it. 37. You've set foot so, in yeah. 37 countries. Oh, I'd say I've set foot in more countries just with stopovers and stuff, but I've no, sort of uh, only counted. Airports counting. and obviously any time that you're on transport, count. don't count. You That's have to fine. Set foot so 37 on the land then, of the country. Yeah, 37, right? Yeah. They're the cold, hard land. Yeah. Like. yeah. Yeah, Airports so. don't count. Uh, admittedly, lads, I have a few years on you. So, um, yeah. No, it's still, though, that's nearly, uh, nearly your age. A country it's for every year. Nearly my age. I wish it was nearly, nearly, age, nearly a country the, for every year. Sense, yeah. Well, for example, I would love to put Singapore on my list, but I can't because I was only in the airport. And the same yeah. for Ethiopia. Yeah, only in the airport. So I can't really count it. What's what's your number? I I think it's seventeen only, mm. and I really thought I had been to lot. But at the same time, that's kind that's a fair bit. At the same time, it's not like, bad. It's, it's not bad, you know. Bad. Yeah, it's not bad now. No, no, it's decent. What's Shame. the most niche country? That you say just before I get on to say what's the most niche con- niche country? That is a niche seven? country. You know, a small country or a, a country that you wouldn't typically travel to. One wouldn't. Mm, I would say maybe Cuba. Oh yeah, people do, do do travel there. Niche, uh, yeah, the yeah. Maldives would be another one. Like these are all, they're obviously touristy Maldi- places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Cuba's meant to be fascinating. Cuba at that time was incredible because yeah. it was before. Uh, there was at some point after we were there, there was a lot of rumors about Castro and yeah. is he still alive? Has he? Maybe he's just. Maybe he's left us. And the Maybe. brother the brother was sort of in quasi uh power Raul. Raul, mm. come on, Shane. And uh so there were sort of a lot Not of the Real Madrid strike. Yeah, of I was course. gonna say then there were they were well. um they were sort of like there was a bit of a bit of advertising was starting to slip into because you, you go out there and you would walk that's one of the joys, certainly at that time, of walking around Cuba that you wouldn't see an ad. Like yeah. just just yeah. was not none of this commercialism, none of these like high streets where you see all the regular shops. Mm. That was one of the big is there many big charms of the place. Is there a love of boxing? Obvious when you're there, or is it just a hidden aspect? No, I think if you, I did certainly didn't go looking for it, and right. um, I'm sure if you went looking for it, you'd find it. But just um, yeah, really, like you know, there's so many countries that you would go to that aren't don't really feel like a culture shock no, because yeah. it feels like you know, um, even places like let's say Hong Kong or mainland China to a lesser degree, but Cuba influence. is definitely a place where you go. It's a bit like Inishbofin. You go, wow, this is like it's a very different yeah. experience. That's the thing I don't think, well, maybe Cuba might be like that or some countries in Africa, um, potentially. But I don't think for like my generation, that's ever going to be quite the same kind of culture shock that would have been even 10 or 20 years ago. Mm. My aunt went to Japan um, when she was around my age. And this was like back in the late 90s. And she said, when you get off the plane, everything is just so... Like, there's no, you've no reference point, yeah. really. You were just landed in this place and it, everything just seems so alien. Mm. 
you're out of your comfort zone. Yeah. Mm. JP Wright there in the comments has mentioned that baseball is massive in Cuba. Did you get that sense? Oh, yeah. uh, you can certainly you can tell that it is that it's a big thing like it's a weird sort of dichotomy over there with yeah. the fact that there's such tension between themselves and the US it's crazy and yet baseball is such an amazing sport yeah. and there's like when you start to read up and um, look at the stuff about like the way the regime has treated people who've tried to escape the country and stuff like that there's a lot of there's a lot of romanticism about Cuba and then mm. there's another side to it that's uh, quite grim on a level. Mm. This all started because Shane Hannon was leaving the uh, office yesterday and he had just had that look of like ask me questions about myself. Oh, wow. Did I have that look? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I said, uh, I was like, it's a very vain look. Yeah, no, but it was welcoming. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And um, you're a man of the world. I would, I would describe. Oh, and then not I'm as much thinking, as Adrian Barry, but this yeah, you would really surprise me. I have years. I have years on you. Let's you're big on that. But that I've done. Mean you can do nothing with your ears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should give yourself more credit. It's true. I've done twenty of the forty-four European countries I've I worked out, and then you have USA, Canada, Tanzania, on top of that. I haven't been, like, that's only 20, 23, 24. You need to get outside it. Europe, is what I'm hearing. Essentially. Although I've done a lot of USA travelling. Yeah. So I've done a lot yeah. of the States. Is this, is this a quality, not quantity thing? Like, the yeah. more niche you can go. 100%. Yeah, 100%. Work would have taken me to a lot of countries mm. with coverage of football. Yeah. This work? This stuff? Yeah. With football and stuff, yeah. yeah. A lot of Eastern yeah. European countries that I might not necessarily have been to otherwise. Say Tanzania. Probably eight or ten. That's good for that reason. Tanzania is my niche one. Yeah. Did, I, did I ever tell you about the time I... Climb Mount Kilimanjaro, <laughs> the oh. tallest, tallest freestanding mountain in the world. It's one of the seven summits. Wow. Um, highest mountain in Africa. 5,895 metres. 19,341 feet, if you want to go by that metric. But uh, did I ever... Did I, I think there's more GMAC in you than, yeah. than you than pretend. GMAC. Well, <laughs> you know, when you're actually la- learning it on, I think that actually a lot of that comes quite naturally. There's so many mountains to I'm choose a, from. I'm just, just a climbing kind of guy. Someone, I'm just a climbing kind of guy, I don't know. But someone commented the other day after I did a little uh, GMAC part and they said, uh, Shane's GMAC bit is just him talking in his own accent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, think I that's... don't know if I was offended or... or I was definitely offended. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there are there are so many mountains to choose from, and and I chose that one. <laughs> there's yeah. so many mountains. There's the McGillicuddy Rigs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everest. Yeah, <laughs> we just yeah. name off twenty mountains. Charn Tuhill, as you guys like to call it. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, so that's probably my niche. That's my niche country. I'd say Tanzania. It's not very niche. A lot of Irish people do Tanzania, and they do Kilimanjaro. So, ah, well, that's alone. What's a niche country anymore? How, what's, how many countries is Cameron? Oh, it's 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 in the single figures, unfortunately. Single figures. I've never been outside of Europe. What? But you've yeah. lived in France, I you suppose. You lived in France, you're fluent. So, yeah, so France, Spain, Portugal, Italy, Switzerland. I was in Andorra. That was weird. Ah, that's niche. Oh, I never even counted. That's another one. Oh, yeah. Jesus. And, uh, yeah, Andorra's a weird one. Went to, uh, went to Andorra. No, we were travelling around um, uh, southern France, northern Spain, and we went to Andorra, mm. and we didn't really know what we were doing there, but we rented a car, and we went up through the mountains and on into it, and there was, um, myself and my wife uh, landed into this um, spa area, and there was like a really sort of cold... Uh, spot on it like it was a cold a shallow cold water mm. yeah. and you were supposed to go and immerse yourself in it for a short period of time and then get the hell out of Dodge be great for you but the competitive side of me came out and I said okay who can last longest oh. in the, uh, the cold thing hypothermia waiting so, to happen so th- <laughs> what happened was uh, we both sort of took turns and then uh, I think my wife outdid me the first time so I said okay I've got to go back in again and then I outdid her and then we ended up having to stay for an extra two days because we both came down with the flu ah ah yeah. uh. Have you ever heard of Wim Hof? Yeah, the Wim Hof method. Wim Hof yeah. method. I mean, a lot of people swear by it. Immersing yourself in cold water uh, every morning for your supposed to have a lot of benefits. Yeah. You do it. Uh, I ten do. Minutes uh, this hour? I, no. Five minutes. No. Two minutes. One. Six seconds. I, can't I do. Stand I do one minute water. of full-on cold shower after my shower. 
I see. I, Brilliant. That's, that's a smart thing to do. Very, I think. very good for. I tried to do it. I, I've got into the habit of doing it to the point where I feel at the start it's like, oh, this is going to be torture, and you're sort of like, reg- you know, uh, yeah. regretful about having made this decision in your life. And mm. then now because we got to the place where if I don't do it, I'm, I'm sort of half looking forward to it. It's actually yeah, quite it's, nice. It's, thing it's like the remember what, remember cryotherapy was a huge thing. Yeah, in like yeah. The mm. early tens. It's like the next big thing in sport, and now it's just. Yeah, you know, I sometimes whatever. do it. Another, there's places up in Monaghan after a, a big match. If your legs are sore the next day, you'll you'll hop into the ice bath and the, the cryo the cryo thing where you dip your legs in and mm-hmm. see how far down you can get. But I'm putting cryotherapy in with. Remember those little fish that nibble. Oh yeah, yeah, they, they, they have to get rid of those. When but I think to be fair, the cryotherapy you can't position it as something that people were just looking to do. Like the Vim Hof method is looks. I I'm actually to be fair to cryotherapy. To be fair to cryotherapy, um, I'm, there's definitely a part of me that's looking at that stuff going, I might get an old uh, ice bath for the backyard. Yeah, but it's just a bin filled with ice. That's all it is. Yeah. One country, bucket list, top of, which is it? Oh. Um, that goes through. Japan. There. Easily. Oh, that you haven't to. been to? Yeah, that I haven't been to. Oh, your, it was your, 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 your aunt. Mm. Yeah, my aunt. Ah, yes, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Japan. Okay, Japan. Hands right, I'm down. having that. I'm having India. that. India, yeah, my sister went there. Swear yeah. I think swear that I think that that would be the totally out of your comfort zone experience. Uh, that experience you're where and like getting getting away from Delhi and getting away from I think a lot of areas that might actually be like the high street in London. Mm. Oh, that's a very good one. Uh, Nepal, probably. I want to do Everest Base Camp. You like climbing? Yeah. Uh, did I talk about that? Yet? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like uh, Morocco, Morocco is probably a closer by one than I'd love. Now, to uh, a month ago, would you have said that? Or because they're no, in the I would. I always wanted to. Now Marrakesh, I don't know if it's probably quite touristy, but uh, there's parts of Morocco I think that are supposed to be quite... Is it the Atlas Mountains? I've been yeah. to... Um, Sorry, to continue the mountain thing. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, I've been Peru. to the Atlas Mountains and uh, um, Marrakesh. Really accessible as well. Right. Really accessible. Really. And it's direct flights, isn't Highly it? recommended. Yeah. I think we might have flown from via Spain, possibly, right. but um, really accessible. We... we it, it, Marrakesh, like that, that is a culture shock now. That's, that's definitely... Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Um, can you drink over there? Or is it, is yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, no bother. Yeah, um, we went up into the Atlas Mountains, and as I like to say to my wife, this family invited us in for lunch. We had um, um, the thing, the the not tandoori, their equivalent of the tandoori. You know the thing you get in the little dish with the thing. I look it up in a second. Mm. Um, we'll have no help there. What's it called? Um, they invited us in for lunch, and it was like an amazing lunch. You know, chicken. Blah, blah, blah. We, we we were tagine, go mad, Jojo. Well done. Um, <laughs> we. Jojo we paid for a tour of the Atlas Mountains. This was part of the tour, but as I like to say, they invited us in for lunch. Class. Um, it was very good. So you'd recommend Morocco? Recommend That's Morocco good. Shane, yeah. right. Cameron Hill, producer Cameron. Yes. Have you set foot in every county in Ireland? No, I have not. Oh, how many have you not? <sighs> how many have you? Put on the spot. By the sounds of it. Right. I think this is a reflection of Mayo generally, Cameron. I've never been to Kerry. Which is what? Outrageous. What? Now that is that is yeah. mental. Clip that. That's that is mental. Never been to carry. Elaborate there, so the we can get some more seconds out of it. That's possible to go to from Mayo. Ah, it, ah, it's at the same side of the country. Just go down. Ah, it's a fair. That like, is ridiculous. Wild Atlantic Way. Have you done? So you haven't done the Wild Atlantic Way? No, not yet. No. Mickey Cody Reeks. Shane is just going to keep shouting. He sure does. Adrian's googling Ireland there. How far? It's not far, and. That's mad. That is yeah. mad. Have yeah. you been? Have you been to Cork? Oh, definitely. Sure. Yeah. Have you been to Monaghan? Yes. Are we just going to yes. do? Uh, have you been to Westmead? Have you been to? Have you been to? Have you been? To? <laughs> no, I just want to know how many. Yeah, you've I've done. been to Westmead. Okay. Yeah, of course. Adrian Barry, same question. Have you set foot in all thirty-two counties? It's three and a half hours. You were driving. Yeah, that's no. That's nothing. That's all right. I, I have. Yeah. 
<laughs> no further, <laughs> you know, no further conversation. Yeah. What was the last of the 32? Because yeah, Shane knows uh, his. I've no idea. Probably, I don't think, I don't think Adrian was like driving in. It's like, finally. Well, no, Shane exactly. knew. Finally. Shane knew. Exactly. I was, yeah, Shane yeah. knew. Probably it could have been um, Antrim, possibly. Really? You had never been to Belfast up until that point? Um, no. Probably would have been Antrim, I'd say. Yeah. Wow, 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 wow. And um, so we know that Shane, or I've given away that Shane has set foot in all 32. But guess, guess you, what county Shane set foot in last of the 32. This shocked me. It's not Monaghan. The final county that Shane went to. Why would this shock him? with the west, so it probably isn't that. He's close enough up around the north, Donegal, surely any of them. He's a cultured so man. It's going to shock you, I'm going to have to say. A cultured man. So Cork, yeah, <laughs> that is mental. It was during the summer, yeah, West Cork. Or my sister Rachel was doing a gig in Mitchellstown um, festival. What's the festival called? I can't remember. I'll, I'll think of Mitchellstown it. Summer uh, Festival. Probably no, it's a, it's a music, it's a music festival. Independence, and um, uh, then we we spent a week doing a road trip down through West Cork, and it was unbelievable. Clonakilty, Skibs, oh, Skull, Clonakilty, oh, oh. West Cork. I the rest of Cork you can forget about. We went oh, to Cork City as well. Cork. I like, yeah, yeah, I like yeah, Cork. Yeah. Oh, you have two options. That's the beauty of Cork. There's something for everyone. And sorry, it was a real. It was a real. We did a, a walking tour. There was a Republican walking tour in Cove that we did, which was amazing. Mm. And then we did went out to the Michael Collins ambush site and Ben Blah and Kilmichael ambush site, and it was real historical element of the whole court trip Spy, I couldn't uh, believe Spike I'd never Spike Island been. and what's the place Cove of course and yeah, all yeah, the yeah. Titanic yeah. stuff that yeah, yeah. yeah we did that as well Spectre Corps has never been to the north you, know, this is, this is, you find out about uh, there are, there are, I'm sure there are people you just find out about this now uh, Shane I have another one for you sorry there was a moment my sister famously said uh, when she uh, set foot in uh, Maynooth College for the first time um, she was sitting in her class and there was a girl real D4 um, not the stereotype here at all but uh, the girl asked well, you've her just done that, yeah. <laughs> I've gone too far uh, and the girl sat down beside my sister and was like where are you from and um, Laura was like uh, Monaghan she was like oh, oh my god is that me <laughs> just leave that there <laughs> she, you and was, your one, was that girl from Leitrim no she was in D4 oh, sorry, yeah, and Monaghan. she thought Monaghan was, was a part of me <laughs> so uh, that's how yeah, that's how that's forgotten we can be sometimes. That's tragic. Monaghan is more is more than just a pit stop on the way to Donegal. Well, speaking of, why is Monaghan bus station the worst place ever? It's purgatory, honestly. And and look, no offense to the people who run Monaghan bus station, but it's generally um, those places tend to be a reflection of the. Of the no, it's absolutely not. That they're, Ask that they're Johnny reading. Ward. Johnny Ward last summer stopped off in Monaghan bus station, and and look, he uh, he asked me for some recommendations of places to go. Told him within walking distance where to go, and he loved his time in Monaghan town. Mm-hmm. Um, Monaghan bus station. I'm not one for hyperbole or exaggerating, but um, it's the worst place on planet Earth. Okay. Uh, just grim. It's really if grim. it's raining when you come into Monaghan and then you pull up in Monaghan bus station, you would, a- you would honestly think you'd come into a dark realm. Is that not bus stations, though? Yeah, it is. I find it, like is. Bus, it is. Bus stations, because that's is. the point. Yeah. It is the most depressing form of. But, can you, t- but can they, you, can they you are, challenge that? Because they are that's a reflection. Yeah, they are a reflection of the yeah. town they're in. Like if you not, go to, if you go to like uh, you know Bilbao or somewhere, it'll be this like Gaudi inspired. They are. They do no, tend to reflect the, the town they're Budapest in. Budapest train station is grim as well, but uh, I love the city. Yeah, you know, there, Mon- but there are shades of like the the curtain over Budapest, and I'd say there's probably shades of the curtain over Monaghan. Uh, no, I think, I think Monaghan. I don't think, think anyone puts effort in. If anyone's going to a place for the bus station, you really need exactly. to. Exactly, it's not that you're going there for the that's bus station, but if that's the welcoming point, it should be like not the grimmest place on earth. But I, I, we I know you want to get out of there. Myself, We haven't got to the crux. So Cameron, I think, correctly challenged. Sure, every bus station yeah, is a grim. So why does Monaghan stand out? Uh, the, 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 lack, the lack of snacks, the lack of things to do when you get off to stretch the legs. Um, 
just all looks a little bit um, Soviet block 1980s mm. um, there's a little bit of those vibes off it yeah so yeah, uh, yeah. but I think the rest of them makes up the for it oh, yeah. okay I'm moving along um, if you could be fluent in one language beyond English Oof. what would you be fluent in Spanish all day long well, we already have a yeah. are you fluent in French uh, I was conversational like it, it kind of go it, it's like um, it's like not going to a gym for a week it's amazing how even just the space of two weeks you lose a good bit of French. Like if I was going back and over to um, France as it was this year, when you go back over, it's like, oh, there's two or three days where you have to get back into the swing of it. When you come home, do you find yourself like Joey Barton talking English in a French <laughs> accent? Yeah, yeah, I do, of course. Do um, you do this? Yes. Uh, I go around to, Mum, uh, how you say, uh, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> At the airport, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I had a, uh, oh, what's the word? Comment dit? Uh, good time? <laughs> he wouldn't use a French phrase though that's the only thing no you do have the glazed look when you do it too you can read it into character yeah, yeah. That, but I'm, I've had conversations with people about this you have a different personality uh, when you have a different accent I have yeah. a friend who's like really soft spoken in English and then he's half Italian so when he speaks Italian it's everything he gives it the full shebang. But mm. it, that's the same when you coach your... Like, when I have a meal at home in Monaghan, I'm driving home for Christmas today, and I have a meal with my friends in, in Monaghan. And you, you lads wouldn't... If you heard me talking to my friends this evening, you probably wouldn't know what I was saying. You see, you don't think you have a strong accent, and all the rest of us are going, what did you say there? Was that... Yeah, yeah. There was the, the time we were on stage at Electric Picnic, and uh, <laughs> yeah. we, we landed out, myself, Adrian, Nathan, and Jer uh, in September, and walked out and I, I said something and I, I obviously knew what I said and hopefully most of the audience <laughs> members who were present knew what I said and Adrian just looked at me with a, a vacant stare and he was like what did you just say <laughs> <laughs> didn't have a clue what I had just I said forgotten, but like, that was one of the highlights of the year wasn't it that was brilliant remember your man who walked in halfway through he was <laughs> like he was from somewhere around about we were talking about what who are you he was. He was not. A, he didn't know what he'd walked into. He's from Leash. I think yeah. he was uh, Courtney and what are they called? Brendan Courtney oh, and God. and uh, Lennon. Courtney and Lennon yeah. were coming on after after right. us a fashion podcast, mm. and maybe he was in for that. He wasn't in for us, and he was not up for us. No, and he was abusing the hell out of us. He just shouted from the back of the room, "Who are you?" Yeah. And this big Leash accent that we were like. Yeah. Well, well, uh, he wasn't happy. He wasn't that happy. Was very good for him. Was a Ronan Keating lookalike as well? We How many counties have you been? Why are you not answering these questions yourself? I'm answering the one posing them. I, I want to hear from you. Like. Huh? What counties? Uh, I think I don't think I don't think I've been to Fermanagh. You haven't been to Monaghan. Or Monaghan, yeah, I haven't been to Monaghan, right? That is crazy. Ah, here the return uh, leg. Uh, Shane Hannon, come on, Chris Wilson and Orl Armour. Not happy. The I don't think country. I have. And actually, so I'm a bit like Spectacor here, who, by the way, has clarified that he has been to Donegal, but just not the rest of the north, northern section of the country. Northern, yeah. Um, no, I I would say uh, <laughs> I've been to Shane always hints at these things Derry he, he corrects you on your on your oh, terminology the occupied territory let's call it yeah, yeah, Derry well, you're not including Northern Ireland as one of your countries I'd imagine it's just, you've been to Ireland <laughs> oh no sure yeah yeah yeah, yeah that, that was kind of said that's that, up to 30, 38 now yeah. <laughs> that's the that was said in the office yesterday and there's kind of a bit of silence afterwards as everyone let that comment slide and was like yeah okay I think that's great this conversation us being flippant about this conversation as the as all the capacity to result in no, I, I'm not at all I'm trying to avoid it to be honest with you but uh, so you're saying uh, you are you are French fluent we'll put it down what, what's your language that you'd like to be fluent in I would go for Cantonese mm. Cantonese well, that would be incredibly useful Yeah, it'd be very useful for me because my well, in-laws are um, Chinese ah, yeah, yeah. Ah, right. do you know any can any, you pick up anything any, no anything. Uh, few, few little bits and pieces that's tough that's a tough language to learn it's a more understanding or talking oh sorry 
Uh, no, 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 no. I'd have no capacity to get. I've like, I have like three-year-old sort of know how to talk about no certain words for certain things, and that's yeah. it. Like. Do you sometimes know what they'll have said to you, or have uh, said mostly you? not. No, okay, mostly right, right, wouldn't right. have clue. No, no, mostly wouldn't have clue, and it's also a language that's spoken so quickly. It's the most spoken language in the world, isn't it? Having a clue, is I it? think. It, I think it's fast. The Mandarin. It's not like uh, I. I don't. Sorry, personally, don't find it a language that if you've got a basic grasp of it. Sorry, I don't have a basic grasp, but I've got like about 10 words, mm. but I've no ability to pick those words up generally in a conversation. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, uh, That's it's tough it is. Well, look, it all stems from me. I'm interested by this anyway, but also we're like a disgrace in Ireland in that we must have the, the lowest grasp of our own national language versus yeah. other countries. And like, it's just not widely spoken enough. It's a fair point. Hoop a fuckle here and there. Like, what's your is that your response to the question? Then no, but I, I it actually stemmed from that. Is that I think like maybe is Welsh changing my answer to Irish from from uh, Yeah, I'd yeah. like to learn Irish. Is yeah. Welsh is Welsh spoken in Wales other than that? Every other oh, country, yeah. and very, I would be yeah. yeah. And yeah. so other than that, I think we have a disgraceful lack of um, yeah. respect for our own language. Like agreed, yeah, give or take obviously certain sections of the country. Which that's would be that's better into us though. I think it is. It's the way it's taught in school, isn't it? I mean, it's a whole. I think that's too, and I also think it's too. You're you're abstaining yourself from any responsibility. Yeah, yeah, it's, a, it's, it's an easy, it's, it's an easy exit yeah. clause. Because you could, if you wanted to, you could just go and. But it's on me. But it's also it's on everyone. Off, it's on everyone because nobody does it. But I think collectively we all go. Ah, education wasn't great, and I would I would definitely have fallen into that category. Yeah. I think if you want to learn Irish, go and learn it. Yeah, but it's more that you don't need it, isn't it? Because it's useful to have Cantonese and French and uh, Spanish that you like. Yeah, like yeah. There's a lot of you've got a get your finger out and do it yourself. But yeah, I, but like, where's I've, the motivation? Well, I have friends who, like one of my really good friends is doing her PhD in um, early Irish poetry and she's fluent in Irish nice. and she will have a lot of events in Conra on Harcourt Street Yeah, and they are great crack and you really get the bug when you're in there. Yeah. Um, but, um, Ken out in the box there has a uh, good grasp of Irish. I've fun. heard him on a few podcasts good and man. he's nodding away there and I'm um, listening to Maura Chassis is the dream like. What's your answer? Uh, Spanish as well, right. definitely. Yeah. Spanish. Oh yeah, forget definitely. about the one hundred percent Spanish. <laughs> no, that we get. No, it is. It's Spanish. It's I such love, a pity I that we don't love, have Irish. Love, but love, Spanish would be my answer. Love. Can you speak any other language? No, I just have a good phrase for I'm hungover, which I learned in Australia of all places. In Spanish. Yeah. What is it? No me gusta yo tengo razaca. No me gusta yo tengo I don't like razaca. it. I'm hungover. Oh, yeah. And also, I'd be in the box every day with Jojo and just marvel at it. I don't like. I don't like it to go from Portuguese to English. I don't like it. I'm hungover. I don't like it. My current state. I'm hungover. Obrigado. Over um, so I like that. Now, I'm just before we, the, the it's like Duolingo up, here. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> really crap up, Duolingo, yeah. To finish up, right, <laughs> I'll, let's make it festive, okay. right? Oh. You might not be into consumerism, but don't think you are. <laughs> What's the best Christmas present you ever received? Oh, received? Yeah. I'm not the man for receiving. I love giving. Oh, what an answer. I'd be in I, a dream I love it. Fluent really, French. Uh, I'm really like bad at receiving. Uh, we have an ongoing gag at home where no matter what I get I'm, I have to fake a response oh I'm, I'm the same no ability to be, yeah, the same. Even, even if I really like the and gift even, yeah. even if you like it you'd still be the same I, hate I just react. can't yeah, yeah. it's tough it's a tough gig oh thank you oh, look, that's right but you could like it you could actually like it it's yeah. the awkwardness of the whole charade yeah, the best absolutely. gift I ever got was a blue Enic racer bike when I was about okay, that's 12 brilliant answer. that's an, exactly what I'm looking for incredible brilliant bike that I can still I can still draw you a vivid picture of right now that's class I love that Class. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles truck Right. Nice. Oh, brilliant. Never I don't know where it is. I'd lo- if it's anywhere now, I'd love to find it. Billy, yeah. dig it out. Billy, man. That's a great one. Go on. I probably have a, a little yeah, green and yellow John Deere tractor that included the the trailer and a few little farm animals that you put into the back of it. Mm. And we used to, I used to, Dad would be mowing the lawn and I'd be 
going along with him and throwing a bit of grass in the back and dumping it out the back. And I wasn't even a a, a dog man. I, like I was a tiny. I'm a tiny back in Monaghan. I'm from Monaghan town. So uh, the the whole world, culture everywhere else, just culture uh, everywhere else. Town, so the whole slicker at home. Yeah, the whole world of, of <laughs> tractors was not something that I was into. And still, like, look, I'm not into tractors. And Mar- Marty Moans hit the diff. I'll throw it on secretly in the car home the odd time. But uh, it wouldn't be our wagon wheel, Darius <laughs> Rucker's version of. You said I'm not into tractors. Like it was an official statement. Yeah. And he had to deny something. Massey Ferguson's hey. I'm telling you the difference between a John Deere and a Massey. Oh, I could, I could. Yeah, I'm not that bad. And Cameron. Um, I honestly don't know. Most memorable. I, I, Who got I, you that top? Um, I got this myself. Oh, uh, that's tragic. Gifted yourself? Yeah, gifted myself a little treat. Um, I tell you about the best present I ever gave to somebody. Oh, yeah, here we How go. How about that? Um, and it's not, it's not really a Christmas present, but um, I got an immense sense of satisfaction out of it. So we had a teacher in school. You know, you have your favourite teacher. Of course. Um, he was our maths teacher. We had him from second year all the way. What's his name? End. Come on, um, his out. name's Paul McCormick. Paul, you if you're just disrespected all the other teachers, yeah, know. that's terrible. Ah, they you fell, you fell you're, you're, young enough, you're young enough for all those teachers still to be actively teaching. Oh yeah, I can't go yeah, back there for another ten years. The grammar up in Sligo. <laughs> grammar in Sligo. Um, you know from AO. I, I went. I was. Um, oh, you were farmed uh, out to a better school. Oh, parents wanted to get rid of me. Right. So they were like, up you go. Six yeah. years. Kathleen and Cameron were very nearby. Was it a boarding school? Yes. All oh, right. Yeah. yeah. Was some like stories I always thought it was like something sort of a... <laughs> go, go on, sorry. Anyway, so uh, we love this teacher and he would always talk about how good Casio calculators were for graphing. He would always talk like they just have an edge over the rest and he would bring it up in class and go, oh yeah, uh, the Casio, if you have this, you can graph this here. To the point where in fifth year I asked him, sir, are you on the take with Casio? Because you just subtly bring this up every so often. And he loved that. And then for the rest of the year, kept going. Now the Casio and knowingly looking at me and smiling and doing a kind of the real bullseye prize moment where they go, "Eh, there you go. Um, So when it came to getting gifts for thank you for six years of putting up with our nonsense, um, I was like, oh, I know what we get him. Get him a letter from Casio thanking him for <laughs> being an unofficial salesperson for, us <laughs> for the last twenty years. Uh, we got it framed, handed it to him, handed it to him. He was very, very thankful. I think it's still in his room, hanging up, but he doesn't believe it's real. But it is real. We That's wrote nice. to him, and they sent. They were like, "Dear Paul, thank you so much for your years of dedicated <laughs> service to the brand." Fantastic. And I was chuffed as chips when I gave it to him. Unreal. That's lovely. Yeah, that's a nice one. That's very nice. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's awesome. There's nothing to do with Christmas, but actually, yeah. Also, um, speaking of calculators, that's I actually. There's no way we can top that. But just a good one for you for calculators. You can write Buig in calculators. (laughs) What would the number be at nine fourteen? What would the number be at nine fourteen this morning? I think that's the jumping off point. What would the number be? Going to be for the if you turn it upside down, it spells Buig. Okay, it's after hours. Six one four zero zero eight. Brilliant, and that's why we got him in. Sponsored by Casio. Now, did you enjoy yeah, that? Can't do it on Casio. They have Live segment. Each morning by Gillette Labs for an effortless finish to your day. Did you? This is my. Uh, what? Did you enjoy that? That last bit, not so much. But up to right. other than it, it was fine. A bit it? pointless. And uh, well, look, it's I mean, Christmas. It's Christmas, yeah. you know. And I hope that the commenters and listeners understand that we're just having a little Christmas fun. They don't yeah. do nuance, though. You see that? You, you, they do you nuance. Know that. I want to take that spectacle. Yeah, yeah. I think people enjoy these conversations that are a bit more laid I back. Think so. and, yeah. I think so. Un- it's unscripted. It suits us. Yeah. Anyway, we're going back to the sport now. There's no problem. Right, quarter past nine. We can all breathe again. Colum. And uh, Cameron, thanks a million for coming. We didn't even reintroduce you, you just appeared in the studio. So. Yeah, Magic. <laughs> someone manifest, uh, someone wished it into existence online. Great present. Make all our viewers happy and just disappear again. That'd be, uh, that'd be great. OTB.
a.m. With Gillette, get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar.